0: In your face. Everything changes. We're online 24-7-24-7. You're listening to the hottest internet station.
1: Ah, yes, in your face, all over the place, everything changes from Tucson, Arizona, in the United States of America. Excellence in Airwaves Network brings you me on The Joshua Paul Show. By a simple living radio and tune in radio, sponsored by listeners like you. It kind of makes sense that as we grow older, it is much harder to sustain friendships, let alone make new ones. There are a number of reasons for this. First of all, as careers, relationships, and kids become top priorities, there is simply not enough time to chill all day with our besties and talk about everything. Moreover, as we get more mature, we get pickier about who we spend our precious time with. Remember when you were a teenager, you could hardly count all the members of your squad, and now you barely have one person to talk to once a month? Yet this doesn't have to be the end of your social life. Even better yet, now is the time to make true and closer friendships that will last a lifetime. Now is the time to find your kindred spirits. And in order to wake up and warm up for creating new friendships, you can try reconnecting with the old ones first. This doesn't mean we have to call each and every person we met, no matter how much we like them. We all know a couple of great people we used to hang out with that we simply stopped seeing due to our busy schedules. Make time to make a couple of phone calls and see how they are doing. This could be beneficial in many ways. Firstly, you'll be much more comfortable meeting new people once you start on familiar ground. Secondly, you may make more honest and open friendships with those people now that you have matured and are ready for more meaningful connections. And finally, old friends have probably met some new people that could potentially be your new friends as well. Now that you've made the first step with the old friends, But the old kindred spirits, it's time to make some new ones. So I want to talk to you and give you some suggestions about how to make a genuine connection with people that you meet. You really have to step back and be interested rather than interesting. When found in a new social group, most of us would focus on being interesting so as to make people like us. And this is fine up to a point, but if we are looking for ways to connect with people on a deeper level, we should prioritize listening instead of entertaining. People like when they feel they are being heard and when others show honest interest in their thoughts, feelings, and beliefs about anything. By actively listening to what someone is expressing, we would show that we are not shallow and narcissistic, but respectful and caring. Moreover, once we take an interest in other people's lives, we would be much more able to find things we have in common and build on that as we move forward. We have to put ourselves out there. In order to get something, you have to be able to give something too. Don't be afraid to share some of your personal thoughts, feelings, or struggles with others. Being vulnerable will make you more human and people will respond to that. This doesn't mean that you have to go around and tell all of your secrets to everyone who says hi to you. Once you meet people who you feel you can trust and have a lot in common with, feel free to be more vulnerable and share a bit more. This makes a bridge between good friends to very close friends. As we open up, we are letting people to truly get to know us which makes us go from an acquaintance to a real human being in their eyes. Also, people will be much more willing to share their deepest feelings with us, as they will feel they can trust us and find a kindred spirit and a loyal friend in us. Are you looking for people who get you, who seem to be on the same wavelength you are? What you may be looking for is just more than a friend. You may be looking for a kindred spirit. Do you have a kindred spirit? Someone with whom you can share anything under the sun? Someone who thinks like you, believes like you, has the same attitudes and feelings as you? Someone who can finish your sentences and complete your thoughts? If you do, then you're truly blessed in this life. If not, then perhaps you should ask goddess for a kindred spirit. A kindred spirit is a real blessing and encouragement to every believer. But what is a kindred spirit? A kindred spirit is an old-fashioned term which was brought to my attention many years ago after watching a play about Anne of Green Gables. Anne speaks of having a kindred spirit. And that got me wondering, what does that mean? Well, the dictionary says a kindred spirit is... An individual with the same beliefs, attitudes, or feelings as oneself. We can look at different religions. And I'm going to point us towards the Bible on this podcast. Because Jesus was a hippie. And we can look to Jesus and we can kind of try to be like that. Just like we want to try to be like Buddha. You know, I'm going to be using a lot of references to the Bible. But... While the Bible doesn't contain that term, kindred spirit, it does use another term which connotates the same meaning. In Philippians two nineteen twenty one, 21, the Apostle Paul says this of Timothy, For I have no man like-minded. And this word like-minded is a combination of two words in Greek, isos, which means equal, and suki, which means soul. The meaning, therefore, is of equal soul. This is the same as kindred spirit. And in the Bible, the apostle Paul calls Timothy his dearly beloved son. There is something special about this relationship between these two godly men. It seems that Paul was sort of a spiritual father to Timothy, and thus a father-son-like relationship developed. But Paul led numerous people to a saving belief in Christ, not just Timothy. We can apply this to all religions. I'm just using Jesus as an example. But nevertheless, Paul calls Timothy his dearly beloved son. So there was something special here. They were kindred spirits, Jesus Christ and Timothy. In churches, you often hear the congregation sing, Blessed be the tie that binds. It says the fellowship of kindred minds is like that to above. Let me read to you this heart-stirring hymn here. Blessed be the tie that binds. Our hearts in love. The fellowship of kindred minds is like to that above. Before our Father's throne, we pour our ardent prayers, our fears, our hopes, our aims are one our comforts, and our cares. We share each other's woes, our mutual burdens bear, and often for each other flows the sympathizing tear. We wander asunder part. It gives us inward pain. But we shall still be joined in heart and hope to meet again. This glorious hope revives our courage by the way, which in each expectation lives and longs to see the day. From sorrow, toil, and pain, and sin we shall be free. And perfect love and friendship reign through all eternity. It's so powerful. And it's a Christian hymn. But as you can hear, it's about everybody and everything. And there's two phrases that stir me the most about this hymn. First, I feel... Convicted because I can't remember the last time I shed a sympathizing tear for another brother or sister's soul. Secondly, I wonder, do I really have inward pain when we asunder apart? I wonder how many believers truly have these feelings for one another. I only ask this because it amazes me how quickly the church parking lot's empty after Sunday services. It makes you wonder how far Christians have strayed from when this hymn was first composed. It makes you wonder how far Muslims or Buddhists have strayed. We need to get back to where we were and who we were and give ourselves away in order to meet our kindred spirits. You know... There seems to be a distinction between a kindred spirit and a kindred mind. Together as we think, we are among kindred minds. We share the same beliefs. We worship together. We study and quote together. We even bear one another's burdens and pray for one another. We smoke joints together. We share bowls together. We pass the bong together. There is much benefit in belonging within kindred minds. Everyone should have a kindred spirit. This makes life richer and more blessed. But while kindred minds are plentiful, kindred spirits are quite rare. So when you find a kindred spirit, you will know it. For many of us, spouses alone will be our only kindred spirits throughout life. But if you can have one or two more, Think about it. You'll be double or triple blessed. How do you get a kindred spirit? Well, there's some three key ingredients for getting a kindred spirit. And I suggest that we all desire in our hearts for more kindred spirits in our lives. They are a true mutual blessing and help make our lives more bearable and even more enjoyable and fulfilling. You know, after all, there's a saying... It is not good for man to be alone. We can sit back and we can pray for a kindred spirit to come into our lives. If you decide that you would like a kindred spirit, the starting point, of course, is to pray for one. Don't be anxious about it, but let your request be made to the universe, to goddess, to the world, to Jesus, to Buddha, to Allah. Too often we try to take matters into our own hands and not put all of them first. But as the Bible itself reminds us, it says, Ye have not because ye ask not. So kind of translate that to today language. You don't have it because you haven't asked for it. Be kind to everyone that you come into contact with. There's a verse that says something like entertain strangers or thereby some have entertained angels unawares or something like that. Well, the same principle applies to kindred spirits. Be kind to everyone you meet with whom you interact with. You just don't know which one of them are potential kindred spirits. There's a whole bunch of proverbs And they're really cool to meditate on and to think on. One of them is a man that hath friends must shew himself friendly. You'll have to kind of look that up in a thesaurus or dictionary, meditate and grasp that particular one. It's another one. As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are the household of the same mind. And then another one, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. You know, the bottom line here is to just be kind. Many of us need to work on this, myself included. Live in a culture that is extremely judgmental. Everyone is concerned about their rights and not their fellow humankind. We live in a troubled time in this country. Of course we need to worry about our rights, but as we're focusing on our rights and what's happening, we kind of lose a piece of ourselves because we're not there for the possible kindred spirits or friends or people that need us. And this mentality, unfortunately, it creeps through you like a worm eating through an apple. On the surface, there's kindness. There's a kindness that shows a good face. But then, behind the scenes, the universe sees our hearts. D.L. Moody, he's a Christian guy. In his sermon entitled Christian Love, he points out the difference between true love and sham love. And I wonder how many of us practice sham love and don't even realize it. Keep our radar on, right? Finally, to get a kindred spirit after you pray and are kind to everyone, you should keep your radar on all the time. You should be on the lookout. You should be expecting an answer to your meditations and to your prayers from the universe, from the Lord Almighty, from every entity combined into form of light and matter that we cannot even contemplate that's just full of love. And if you're truly believing in that, your prayers will be answered. You'll be on a heightened state of alertness and sometimes your prayer will be answered in ways you never really expected. You'll often get a surprise. Anything can happen. So be willing to adapt. Don't think you have it all figured out. Let the world, let the universe provide the answer to our troubles and to our prayers and meditations. Now, if you're interested, if you took the time to listen to this long-winded podcast, then I think maybe you are interested in having a kindred spirit. Perhaps you thought of these things, but never really knew how to express it. My prayer is for every soul to have at least one kindred spirit, but even better would be two or three. Pray, submit, be kind, and watch. You'll be blessed, I just know it. Kindred spirits can often sense what you are thinking and feeling. They understand intuitive and immediately what things mean to you and why you react to life events. They often read situations the same way you do and have similar insights or understand yours. Kindred spirits are spirits that often understand each other at a deep level because their energies are in harmony and they're in balance. And that means that they often share values and perspectives at a core level. But unlike twin flames, they do not have the same energy pattern or the same flows So kindred spirits often come in some very different outside packaging. And at first glance, it may seem like an odd pairing, but sit down and see them in action. And it becomes quickly apparent that there's a groove, there's a bond, and an understanding between them that requires no words. Between them, their glances speak volumes. A raised eyebrow can mean the world. And where one sentence begins, one sentence ends. And when that sentence ends, a new chapter begins. I truly hope that you take to heart everything that you've learned. I'm going to take it to heart myself and get back to who I used to be and open myself up to the world. As of the date of this broadcast, I believe I'm about 25 or 26 days sober, and I quit cold turkey from the vodka, and I'm coming out of my shell. So I'm going to do this along with you. I have a few kindred spirits, but I'd like another one. Kindred spirits are great. I have to tell you one thing. We're doing something on top podcasts. It's called Tripod. And what you do is on social media, tag the podcast that you like. When you find a good one that you come across that you want someone to hear, tag it Tripod. That's T-R-Y-P-O-D. Share podcasts with each other and get to know each other. Maybe we'll even teach some people what a podcast is. From Tucson, Arizona, you have been listening to The Joshua Paul Show on Simple Living Radio. It's been great talking to you. Until next time.